Hey, so I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. Canva is amazing. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, we used to like have to learn complicated, difficult to understand, you know, design software stuff. And it was like not very easy, right? I never really got good at it. And it was a huge obstacle for me because I wasn't able to create beautiful things I wanted to create until I discovered Canva. So with Canva, you can easily create social media posts. Like I'm talking all different sizes. There's sizes custom for each platform. You can even create Instagram stories, Facebook stories, everything in Canva. You can also create presentations. You can even create business cards in Canva. You can do it all. I absolutely love it and I use it every single day in my own business and I also use it in the work that we complete for our clients. It's absolutely the most used tool in all of my businesses for sure. I wanted to tell you about it because I don't want you to miss out any longer. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days and support the Social Sunshine Podcast and you are going to love it. All you got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 98. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. It's a great show today, but it's especially special because I have a couple of special guests here with me right now. My daughter, Romy. Say hi in here. Hello. And my son, Rowdy. Hello. So... They're here because, well, as if you listen to last week's episode, you know that we are doing homeschooling right now. I don't know how long we'll do it for, but that's what we're doing right now. And I thought it would be fun to have them say hello and let y'all know what they think about homeschool and about me uh, as their teacher and maybe even his daddy. <laughs> we can talk about him while he's not here. So we finished homeschool um, for the morning. And it's the afternoon now, so I'm about to start working. And now you guys have some free time because you did you did pretty good today. So tell me. All right, Romy, come up here. So Romy, tell everybody how old you are. I am seven. <laughs> okay, what grade are you in? Second grade. Okay, so what do you think about homeschool? Do you like it? Yes. You do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about me teaching you stuff? Good. Good? Do I do okay? Better than daddy. Better than daddy. Ooh, take that, Ryan. Um, <laughs> he's not here to defend himself. Um, all right, so what's what's your favorite part about doing homeschool, Romy? Like, what do you like about it? Art and lunch. Art and lunch? What? Are you serious? <laughs> That's the same crap you said about regular school. <laughs> Just, well, I liked all specials. 
And I like doing laps for some reason. Laps? Like running? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'll start making you run around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's let me ask Rowdy. All right, Rowdy. Okay. So hang on, Romy. Okay. Tell everybody how old you are. I am ten years old. What grade are you in? Fifth. Okay. So what do you think about homeschool? Do you like it or not? Yes, I really like it. What do you think about me teaching you? Really good. Really good? Yes. Really? Yes. Like better than any other teacher you've ever had? Probably. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me what is like something specific that you like about homeschool? So I really like um, the fact that like I don't really get that much distractions and that I get to be with my family pretty much every day Aww. of the year because I'm doing homeschool. Don't have to go to school. 24-7, we're together. <laughs> Do you ever get sick of uh, hanging out with me? No. <gasps> no? Never. Bud, huh. you're so sweet. You mean kiss. Mwah. I love you. All right. Well, I'm glad that you guys are enjoying homeschool. I think it's going pretty good. It is. <laughs> All right. Y'all tell everybody bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Y'all go play. All right, I'm going to finish recording. Be quiet. (laughs) Um, Okay, they're so cute. I wish y'all could see them right now. All right, so let's get on with the show, everybody. Yes, homeschool is going pretty darn good. I mean, especially considering that I have never taught children academic things before. (laughs) It's going pretty good. Um, So thankful that we have the ability and and choice and, and all those things, so. Yeah, it's good. So um, moving on from that, today's episode includes an interview I had with Tracy from OK Copy, <laughs> and she shares her top tips for writing unboring copy, right? So if you're not familiar or you're just getting started or whatever, um, when we talk about writing copy, we're talking about um, writing words, writing stuff, right? (laughs) For the lack of a better word, for all different um, parts of your business. So that could be writing copy on your website. That could be writing copy on a sales page, on an email, you know, email newsletter that you send out to your subscribers. That could be for, um, of course, social media caption copies, copy, (laughs) copies, can't talk today. Um, So there's a lot, there are a lot of places in which a business owner today in 2021 needs to be writing copy, writing their own copy. Some people do hire people to help people like Tracy and other people, of course, but um, a lot of times, especially when you're starting out, someone finds themselves having to write everything on their own. You know, and so I love that she shares tips on how to keep it from getting boring because y'all know I don't like boring. We don't do boring around here. That's why I actually why I asked Tracy to be on the show is because I knew that kind of topic would flow well with you guys. And we just want to keep everybody interested because gosh, who's ever like haven't we all read something where we're like, oh my God, I'm falling asleep reading this, but we don't want to do that. So Tracy's sharing that here in just a few minutes. Also, I want to share with you, I'm super stoked that I'm going to be opening up enrollment for my membership, Small Biz Social Society, again, very soon, actually, Um, a little sooner than I had planned to earlier in the year. I've kind of shaken things up a bit. I'm doing something different. I'm super stoked about that. So 
If you missed um, the last opportunity to join Small Biz Social Society, do not worry. The opportunity is about to come up again here in just a matter of weeks. Um, So please stay tuned for all those details. Here's what you want to do to make sure you are really in the loop um, because I know a lot of you guys follow me on social media and follow the show on social media. And that is amazing. Um, please do so because that's so fun to see all the content there, of course, but really, 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 I want you to get on my email list and look, there's a couple of reasons for this. One, it's just nice to have like an additional way to get information directly to you without having to like scroll through social media and try to find a post and all that stuff. But also, it's just a really great backup way to communicate with your audience. Um, you you know, if, if you don't already do that with your audience or with your customers or potential customers or whatever, um, definitely consider uh, setting up um, an email list. So I want you to get on mine so that way you are up to date on the membership enrollment coming up. And to do that, there's a couple ways to do that. But the um, the main way to do that is just go to my website, brittanycrossoncom slash join email. Okay. Or you can just go to brittanycrossoncom and click on join email in the menu. Either way, you're going to go ahead and do that. You're going to get um, my free guide, which is called um, how to create your personal brand, which it's really easy to digest and understand. And it's really important information for really anyone these days. Honestly, I think that a personal brand is beneficial to everybody. So you're going to get that free guide. You're going to get the bonus ebook that I wrote called Live a Better Life, which is just really great if you want some inspiration and some words of wisdom and things I've learned along the way. So you get both of those things for free when you join my email at brittanycrossoncom slash join email. And then you're going to get an email from me um, every single Monday, keeping you up to date on everything happening with the membership and with this show. And sometimes I tell you random stories like about, you know, my family or something inspiring that came to mind. So definitely join that because things are about to get major in small biz social society. Okay. So if you're not familiar, it's a membership that I started um, a year ago. Actually, it just turned one year old in August of 2021 or the very, very, very beginning of August, I believe. Um, And it's been one of the most meaningful things I have ever done in my life. That is no exaggeration. I know a lot of the members listen to the show. Hello. I love you. My small biz social society family. Um, sorry about the names of all my stuff. They're tongue twisters, small biz social society, the social sunshine podcast. I really didn't think that out when I named these things. So my bad. But anyway, (laughs) the membership is really special. It is for ambitious entrepreneurs. I'm talking ambitious people wanting to do cool shit with their business and their life that want to step it up on social media and really stand out on social media and use it for what it's great for, which is a vehicle, an opportunity. You know, it can get you to places. It's going to be that vehicle that gets you to accomplish your dreams. It helps you reach people, impact people, grow that business, make tons of money for your family, whatever you want to do with social media. Um, that's what it's there for. And that's what this membership focus is. It's like all these really cool people getting together in this in this community so that we can rise up together, stand out on social media together, do cool things together and support each other. And of course there's 
trainings every month. There's a guest speaker every month. There's all kinds of online marketing, education. I mean, really it's packed, packed, packed with value. But the reason why I say it's about to get major is because we did something really cool. We brought on our first three ambassadors. So we now have our first three Small Biz Social Society ambassadors, and I'm so stoked about this. They are um, Sandra, Sarah, and Deborah, and they're all members, of course, of the membership, and they stepped up voluntarily as leaders to take on these roles so that we can take the membership to the next level. And they're going to be breaking off into their own individual coaching groups where they're going to, you know, lend their specialties and their talents to the membership to help um, support other members. And we're all doing this together. It's just really magical. And the last, well, not the last three months, actually it's September, October, November. So I called it Sun 2021 for September, October, November. And that's actually something that I'm going to be guiding everyone in the membership through for September, October, and November of 2021 because that is such an important time in our businesses to set ourselves up for, well, successes right now. We'll take all that we, you know, we'll take any successes right now, right? But also setting ourselves up for those successes in the new year. You know, we hear a lot about, oh, the the last 90 days of the year, right? That's a trendy thing, right? For people to have challenges for the last 90 days. So it's like October, November, December. But I don't know about you, but like my life is busy in December. Like December almost doesn't count. <laughs> almost doesn't count, right? So when we're doing sun 2021, September, October, November, we're focusing on those three months with some really crucial things that are really, really going to make things much more solid and lent to success in our businesses um, by using social media, of course. So sun 2021 is about to be happening in Small Biz Social Society, and enrollment is opening soon. So you can be a part of it. I'm so stoked about that. Don't forget, join my email, brittanycrossoncom slash join email to stay in the loop there. Congratulations to the Small Biz Social Society ambassadors, Sandra, Sarah, and Deborah. I love you guys. I'm so stoked for what you're going to bring to this community. I know it's going to be nothing short of badass. All right, you guys, I'm going to shut my mouth so I can get to my chat with Tracy with OK Okapi coming up next. Today's guest is the founder of OK A Copy, where she helps online business owners, coaches, and creatives write personality-packed copies so they can build their brand online, create a rock-solid connection with their audience, and book more dream clients. Her sweet spot is working as a copy coach and editor to help her clients create totally unique brand voices and unboring content that connects more and converts better. And a fun fact, she's absolutely terrified of bees and but she does think that they're cute. She thinks bumblebees are kind of cute, right? But and she's not allergic, but she does run and scream anytime that flies. Any, sorry, I'm losing it because I feel the same way. Anytime anything that flies and stings comes within 10 feet of her. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Tracy Kenzora. Tracy, I have a confession. Uh, whenever I was reading that about you, um, I was like, we're like the same person. <laughs> I do that. And I am, I am a 40 year old woman and 
you, there best not be a bee or a wasp coming in my oh. direction because I am running. Everybody says, oh, just be still and they'll leave you alone. Hell no, no I'm no. running. No, no. They chase you. <laughs> yes. I have been chased. I'm like, no, no. They will literally, they'll fly right at your face and you're, you're going to go like this and they're just going to keep coming. They are relentless. <laughs> they can, they, they smell our fear. They know. I think, I think so. Just like dogs, bees smell your fear. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, this is me. My, my, my family friends, they all make fun of me because I do the exact same thing. And I don't want to like, like, like you said, like some of them are cute. I don't want to hurt the bee. I mean, a wasp. I don't know. I could hurt a wasp. I don't want to hurt it. I just want it to leave me the hell alone. Right. Right. Like, like if, <laughs> if they're like, so, you know, I mean, I know they're, they're like good and stuff, but like, why do you have to harass me? Just like go over there and be good. Like there's right. nothing over here that you need. Right. Go live your life over there. I'll live mine. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine apart. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page when it comes to all of that. That is so funny. Um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time. Um, your time is valuable and I really appreciate it. I know everybody's going to get so much out of this talk. I would love for you to just in your own words, explain what you do to people. I mean, granted, I gave you the intro, but I want to hear like, um, why you started this kind of work. So, I mean, if I had to like sum it up in my own words, because you did such a good job of like saying what I do, like really my mission is to help online business owners, coaches, creatives, like you said, like feel better about their copy. Cause I think so many people really struggle with writing and I kind of just want to make it more fun for them and feel easier and really honestly, just like show them like, Hey, li listen, like, it's not as bad as you think. Like there's a couple things we can do to make this better, but like you're, you're doing it. Like you are, you were totally rocking it. So it's, it's really about like showing people how to have fun with it and instilling a bit more confidence in them. Right. Okay. That's cool. That Well, and that's really, really needed with, with writing. And I recognize that, um, after working with a lot of people myself over the years, because like, I'm, I consider myself to be a writer. I'm working on a book. I enjoy it. I think I'm good at it and all that, but we learn once the more people we interact with and work with that that's not how everybody feels. Even if you're having to write like two sentences for a social media caption, you know, and I know mm -hmm. that it's hard for some people. And so I think it's cool that you're trying to up people's confidence with that. Cause I know everybody gets really nervous about their words. Yeah. You know? It's really, it's, it's so disheartening to come across people that are like, Oh man, like writing is daunting or like, I hate writing. Like I, you know, I don't want to do it. And it's, it's, I feel so strongly that like writing is such like a skill that you need if you want to run a business, because sure you can like outsource like your sales page copy and like your website copy. You can even, I'm sure outsource like social media captions and stuff, but like you're still emailing clients, you're still writing proposals. Like there are still lots of words that need to come directly from you. Right. So it's just really makes sense to kind of like learn and practice and invest in your skills as a writer if you want to you know not just not if you want to be successful in your business that still sounds like fear mongery but like <laughs> you know like to to come across as you and represent yourself and your business in the best way possible right right yeah i'm with you that's awesome okay so we're going to talk about tips for for writing unboring copy and i love the way that you use the word unboring like multiple times in your own copy like on all your stuff that you have for your business um because before we start recording like i told you i am anti-boring anti-boring anything um and so i think it's really cool that that's your focus because 
you know, whenever I'm teaching on just general social media content stuff, I'm like, let's try to like up the excitement just a little, like it doesn't have to be juggling fire, but let's like, you know, amp it up a little and get people more interested and it not be of course boring. So this is awesome to talk about this. So I think you have four tips. So let's just start. What's, what's your first tip for, for writing unboring copy? Okay. My first tip is one that, you know, you, you led me into it so perfectly. Um, this is something that I talk about all the time and I could probably talk about like nonstop, but it's infusing your personality and like bringing who you are into your copy. You know, you don't have to be a, you know, a fire breathing juggler type person, whatever, but like, you know, just showing who you are a little bit more and infusing that in your copy is a really great way to make it unboring and make it connect with people a little bit better. Um, so I, I always, you know, I think people get like very unsure when I say like infuse your personality because they're like, well, what does that mean? Like, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm boring. I don't have like, uh, you know, like weird hobbies. Like I'm, I, I like to sit at home, like in me too. Like, but I think that it's not about like being this like, oh, super cool, like, you know, influencer person who everybody, you know, wants to be. It's just being yourself and like naturally talking about the things that you enjoy because there's somebody else out there that enjoys that or they just want to know that you're a real person. So it's not about being the funniest or like having the nicest house or having the cutest dog, whatever. It's just about being who you are. Right. You're right. Actually, that's, that's how a lot of people interpret, interpret whenever you say, um, put personality into something. I think people think that that all of a sudden it's like, all right, you know, start performing. Um, and, and that's not what it means because it's literally just your personality. Like what it, maybe your personality is very calm and you're not showy. That's cool. Be you. Right. Right. And I think that's a trap that people get into a lot of the time when they, they, they think that having personality has to mean a certain thing and, you know, they like go over the top with it. And then, you know, when someone like talks to you and you are a calm person, but your copy was over the top, they're like, Hmm, something's amiss here. Like it doesn't add up. Are you like this cool, calm, collect person? Or are you like super enthusiastic? Like, which is it? I'm not sure who to trust here. Right. So it's, it's just, you know, recognizing who you are, like being okay with it, honestly, like accepting like, okay, yeah, I'm a little bit more chill. That's cool. And just being consistent with that. Right. Okay, cool. I love that. That's a perfect way to start. Infuse your personality into your hobby. Okay. What's your second one? Okay. My second one is to make your headlines and introductions what I like to call unboring, like we've already talked about, I use that all the time. And this is one of the things that, you know, there are so many rules and best practices for writing your headlines and introductions. Like I'm sure everybody has seen like, okay, your headline has to be this many words, or you have to use like one of these powerful, compelling words in it, or, you know, (laughs) follow just this formula. It has to be seven ways to do this, right? Like, oh, you have to make sure that your keyword is in the first sentence, like rules, rules, rules. Like I, no, like 
that's great. Those are rules and best practices for a reason. But sometimes like it gets a little boring because everybody's doing the same thing, right? And when everybody's doing the same thing, that's like you're just going to blend in and you're not going to stand out and you're not going to grab anybody's attention. So it's just making sure that your headline, your introduction, like immediately stand out and, you know, grab someone's attention right. because everybody's attention spans are like super short these days, right? Like you only have a few seconds to grab somebody's attention and get them to keep reading. So the more that you can kind of spice it up or, you know, really like bring in some emotion or like a, you know, a non-gross psychological element, like asking someone a question or leading them into something, like the more they're going to want to keep reading. Right. Okay, good. I love it. Yeah. And you know, that's, um, that's not always, um, easy to do, like, like, uh, writing a headline or, or like a hook in, 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 um, a caption or something like that to get someone's attention. It's, it's not always easy to do because I think, I think that this probably goes for like this whole conversation, but I think that a lot of people overcomplicate it. I know I've been guilty of that and I even enjoy writing. I think, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We can over, overcomplicate things. And I, I find that sometimes whenever I just simplify it, like you said, like, just like ask a really great question to start something yeah. off, you know, cause for me, I'm writing a lot of social media caption for myself and for other, for clients. And you're right. It's like, sometimes just ask a really cool, interesting question. It doesn't have to be like right. amazing groundbreaking headlines, like scandalous stuff. Right. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. And I think, I think too, like the minute that you say like, oh, your headline has to be compelling, people start thinking like, okay, how can I make this like clickbaity, right? And it's like, no, no, that's not what it's about. Like, don't like mislead people because there's no faster way to lose their trust than to like write this headline that's like ridiculously off topic and like just doesn't have anything to do about the rest of the copy. But, you know, just again, just kind of leading people into something, giving them a reason to keep reading, whether it's a question or like stating like an opinion or something like that, just to really draw them in. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay, cool. I love it. All right. We've got one and two. So now we're on to three. What's the third tip? The third tip is to infuse more emotion. Now we talked something just fell. Uh, we talked, you know, a little bit about like, you know, people think that uh, when we say like infuse your personality means like you have to go over the top and they probably think the same thing when you hear like infuse more emotion, but that's not, you know, that's really not what it is. Like it's, it's about making your copy not dry, right? Like everybody is so familiar with the copy that's like, um, sounds like it came out of like a scientific journal or like an academic paper or something. If that's your writing style, that's cool. But for an online business, a lot of the time you want to infuse a little bit more emotion because that's what helps people connect with it, right? So you, all you have to do is just like, think about how you can make people feel something with what you're writing and using like emotional language, you know, like, devoted, enthusiastic, fun-loving, like it's kind of bringing these adjectives in it instead of just being like, you know, this happened and then this happened, right? Like it's kind of just, you know, it's, it's 
fluffing or zhuzhing it up a little bit sure. with with these words that you know immediately make people feel something right um yeah i think too that so many times when again when you hear like emotion um a lot of online business owners they immediately we've been so conditioned to go like okay like i have to hit pay point or i have to use like some sort of like fomo thing right like yeah. but you don't you don't have to go negative on your emotions like it's just slipping in the emotional words here and there that doesn't just because you're saying like you're frustrated doesn't mean that you're making your reader feel like crap you're just telling them like hey here's an emotional word or feeling that you might be having and right. that just helps them relate to it a little bit more yeah that's a really good tip yeah infusing emotion because that's um man, don't we all love to read something that even if it's something really short, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, lengthy or anything, but like that does make us feel like, like when the person can make us feel a certain way or even understand how they felt if they're telling a story or something yes. like that. Oh, it feels so good. Okay. That's yes. such a good one. Okay. So we have, oh, all right. We have three out of four. We've got infuse your personality, um, focus on unboring headlines and introductions, and then infuse emotion into your copy. So what's the fourth Okay. You sort of kind of like gave it away a little bit, but it's, it's tell some stories, right? Like you said, like when people, when you're telling stories, you want to like get that emotion in there. And for sure it's storytelling is such a great way to like bring out those emotions and show off your personality. Um, and people love, people love stories, right? Like they help us learn, they help us grow, connect, like remember stuff. But I think where people go, quote unquote, wrong a lot of the time is that they're just telling stories, right? Like the story doesn't have any connection to their business or their audience. So you have to tell the right stories. Um, and that usually means something that your clients or your audience can relate to and that has lesson in it for them, you know, like Aesop's fables, there's always a lesson for the reader in there. Um, and that means, you know, you can, you can tell a story about something that happened to you recently, um, or something that you're personally struggling with, or it can be a client, uh, a story about a client. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not just an opportunity to like rant and get up on your soapbox and like, this is what's happening to me. And this is horrible. It's, it's an opportunity to spin that into something that is valuable for your audience that's you know worth their time and that they can actually take action on and you know i, I keep coming back to this but like sharing stories is a great way to also highlight your personality too so you know like it helps you kind of show off how you think and how you feel especially if you're infusing those emotional words in there Right. Right. Oh, I love it so much. I love the whole telling stories thing in, in your copy, wherever it may be. Right. Like, um, I had one recently where, um, it was in an email that I wrote, uh, to my, just, you know, to my email subscribers. And I always find that that, that is so impactful in an email to, mm -hmm. to your list, to your email list, like to have some sort of story. Of course, like you said, like that's relevant to your business or something that happened with a client or whatever that can help somebody. But, um, I, one of them stands out that that worked out really good recently. It was a member of my membership and it was just like a sh short story. Of course, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to like make them read a novel in my email, but I, I basically was talking about her like success on some, uh, 
social media content. She had a video go viral. And whenever I, I mean, I revolved the whole email about around that, like, like celebrating her success, telling a little bit of the story, like, this is how it used to go for her. This, these are the changes she made and these are the results she got. And, and I actually used her name and she said it was fine. And so that I feel like, and you probably agree, like the people that read that email, because they literally read a, a little short story about Sarah they connected more, right? They had a name and like, you know, again, I had her permission, but I guess if you make up a name, it's fine too. But they had her name. They had an actual like situation that was true that happened. And they, they understood probably how she felt because she used to be frustrated. Like all of that stuff worked into there. And I got a lot more responses from that email than, than like, you know, sometimes there's kind of a more boring email that's like, okay, my such and such is on sale or whatever. (laughs) But I I loved it. And I think that people love it too. And they, what is up with the fact that people can remember a story so much better, right? Than just like some random information. It's just like the way our brains work, right? Like they, you know, like uh, just being able to visualize something and have those names and connections and the emotions in it just makes it so much easier to remember. Right, right, yeah. No, I I love that so much. Okay, so the four tips, in case you missed it, I hope you've been taking notes, all right? Number one was infuse your personality into your copy. Two was um, focus on unboring headlines and introductions. Three was infuse some emotion into there. And then four was tell stories. those are so, so good. And that's going to be so helpful because the people listening to the show, they're writing all kinds of things, right? They're writing social media captions. They're writing emails. They're, they're, they're probably creating their own sales pages. They're, you know, all the things, cause there are a lot of do it yourselfers. And, um, I love that you're helping people like try to build up that confidence in yeah. there. If, if you have like any, do you have any parting words of wisdom for someone that might be discouraged, right? Like somebody who is trying to get things ramped up in their business. They need to set up maybe like their, their sales page. They need to set up their emails. They need whatever, but they're feeling discouraged about it. Like they're not going to be able to do a good job writing that stuff themselves. What would you say to that person to kind of get them grooving? I would say a couple of things. I would say, first of all, like it's okay. Like just take a deep breath. Like writing doesn't come naturally to everybody and there's nothing wrong with that. But the more you do it and the more you practice, like the better it will be. So it's all about like progress, not perfection, right? So just get something up, do the best you can and know that you can always come back and change it. Like it's not written in stone. This isn't something that's permanent. Like you can always change your website. You can always go back and delete a social media caption. Like you have that ability to change it as you grow and as you learn. And, you know, tactically, if you are kind of struggling, feeling discouraged, like I like to encourage my clients to keep like a swipe file. So if they come across copy that they're like, Ooh, that's really good. Like I would like my copy to sound like that. Or I like how they did X, Y, and Z on their sales page, grab that copy, put it in a swipe file and you can go, "Hmm, okay, I need to write a sales page. Oh, I remember I saw that one. It was really cool. Let me go look at it. And it's not about, you know, just copying what they did. It's about kind of dissecting it. That's where like the learning comes in a little bit. You're like, okay, so their headline had, you know, a transformation in it. Okay. What can I do with my headline to 
do that as well to show that transformation. And it's like reverse engineering your copy. So here's where I want to get, how did they accomplish that? And how can I do that in my copy? So it's kind of like this, like, step-by-step -step sort of way to kind of slowly build up your copy so that it feels better and you feel a little bit more confident about it. Right. That's good. Those are good. I love that. A swipe file. I love that so much. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This was such good information. I know everybody's going to really get a lot of out of this episode. Um, and um, love all the confidence building and helping everybody. I want to make sure that they can find you to find your website, follow you on social media, all the things. So go ahead and plug away and then we'll also yes. put it in the show notes. Awesome. Yes. So on social media, I mostly hang out on Instagram at OKOCopy. And my website is also OKOCopy.com. It's OK, like OKAY. <laughs> and then yes. OKAP. I, yes. okay. <laughs> I know. I know it's tricky. It's tricky, but it's memorable. It is memorable. And we will have it all in the show notes. So if for some reason you're having a hard time, just go to there and click on the link. Um, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brittany. This was awesome. Until those bees stay the hell away from my girl, yes. Tracy. No bees. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.